Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Did you know that HIV treatment has changed over the years? Most HIV pills contain three or more medicines. Today, HIV pills with just two medicines may help you stay undetectable. That's nice, right? HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. So how many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, it's no worries, because your doctor does. Talk to your doctor about a two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. What? Yo, I, I know. Listen, give yourselves some kudos. We just came home. This crowd right here is by far the best crowd we've had Don't so far. So that is a fact. That is a fact. We did Philly three years ago. Yes. There was only about, we only had about 150. It's a smaller venue. This yeah. shit was live the yes. whole time. Yes, yes. So, yes. yo, shout out to Philly. We love y'all, Philly. Yes. Yes. So listen, we told you guys we was going to make this about you, not us, right? Uh It's about that time. So it's about that time to make this about Mm y'all. About to play a little game. (laughs) All right, y'all ready? Everybody nervous now, look. (laughs) Everybody's sitting here yelling at me, get the mics right, nigga, what the fuck we paid our money for? (laughs) Now we say y'all, and everybody like, Uh (laughs) uh-oh. What's this about to look like? Don't pick me, please. (laughs) All right, so we want to get you guys involved. What we're gonna do now, according to Tribble, our producer who you met earlier, did y'all like, did you like getting a chance to meet Tribble? Give Tribble a round of applause. How do we say it? Tribble! (laughs) So Tribble, Tribble is one of the main creators of how the show runs. Yes. She came up with karaoke time, we do story time, she's the mastermind behind that. On top of that, she's just a really talented writer. Yes. 
Um, she tells dope. jokes. She's just a, a dope person. So shout out to Triple. Everybody give uh, Triple a round of applause. Yeah. Triple. Triple. So I know Triple had people writing in, couples, singles, and all that, trying to see who would like to be involved in today's show. Mm. So we've selected, or she selected rather, three couples who will be coming to the stage, and we're gonna play a little game. It's gonna be a little situation up here. So I don't look, believe. Look, look, look. He, you he know how many dudes in the same? Now you should. You, you better not have said nothing about her. That's right here. She is always yeah. tapping his knee like, baby, I ain't right in. I ain't getting up. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It ain't gonna be us. I do them back like I ain't getting up on that joint. I ain't getting up on that Right? All right. So we're not gonna say who it is. I won't give the names yet. I'm going to read the stories that you guys have submitted. And then, if the story sounds familiar, like it's y'all, you better nudge your man and be like, yo, that's us. We got to get up on stage. All right? Yeah, time to Let's shine. go. Let's go. All right. So we have pressure contestants. Number one. We call this pressure because we're going to put y'all. Pressure. Some pressure. Okay? Our love story started when we met as children. Mm. I was 11 and he was 12. My first crush. First boyfriend. Just my older brother's friend. That sound familiar to anybody yet? That friendship over. <laughs> you fucking my sister, nigga? I love her. You don't? Now we they married. Uh, see that, right? We dated for a while, and then I moved to another town. He found me again. We dated for a few months, and then I moved in. Finally, we saw each other again at Six Flags, and we haven't let each other go since. In no way are we that perfect couple, but we've been able to grow together to learn from one another, and what's most important to us, we are loyal to one another. Amen. We now have two beautiful boys, Brendan Jr. or BJ, who is now three, and Landon, who is four months. Brendan is the love of, Brandon is the love of my life. He is truly my best friend. Brandon, where you at? Where y'all at? Where y'all at? They late. This is why you can't do shows in Philly, but I swear to God, boy. I swear to God. Oh, there they go. All right, welcome to the stage, y'all. Let's go. Brandon. What's up, y'all? Nice to meet you. Nice to hey, meet you. Man. What's good, bro? Yes. Yes, sir. You brought your drink? Because yes, she don't know what to expect. Yes. No. Let's go. You on that side? Hi, brother. There you go. All right, y'all can stand right over here. Oh, yep, stand right over there. The couch. I'm yeah, yeah. She made herself real comfortable. You know. These drinks setting in. <laughs> short one here. We are two women who have been living together for 11 years and married for three. We are high school sweethearts. We got together our senior year of high school. We're currently employed but also have our own businesses as well. Wow. No kids as yet. We have a dog, godchildren, and lots of nieces and nephews. Who's that? That sound familiar to anybody? Okay. Are they coming? Are they coming? For Ra and Lex. Yeah. Rolling. I'm going to introduce the third couple so they can make their way to the stage in case they have top two. All right. So we were both, both born and raised in the Bronx. And I'm sorry to hear that. BX, BX. <laughs> Brooklyn baby all day. Uh, we were born and raised in the Bronx and graduated high school in 2004 together. Unbeknownst to me, Tony was watching me all four years of high school. <laughs> Tony said, I told you not to put me on here. 
Come on. Tony said, damn it. Remember, I did this when we get home, too. You better not fall asleep in the car. While well, I wasn't watching, watching him because I thought he was a nerd, in 2018, he reached out on Facebook. Then she thought she was a nerd, bro. Damn, Tony. That's a tough one. In 2018, he reached out on Facebook after making sure that I was single. At the beginning, I was dubbing him for a while, not purposely. But when I realized that he was consistent, I gave him my number. That same night, we spoke on the phone for hours, and every night after that, we slept on the phone together. August 5th, 2018 is when my life changed for the better, and October 9th, 2021 is when he proposed to me. Our wedding is set for August 5th, 2025. Go, go, so that's how we're going to set this up. Couple number one. All See, right, so Triple, Triple talked about being thick. Now she's going to come on the stage and just show y'all all her thickness. <laughs> she thinks she's slick. Triple single, y'all. She's trying, she trying to get shows out here. All right, the New Yorkers was getting in Triple's DMs last night. So Facts. Philly, get it together, all right? Couple number one. I'm going to need y'all up here. So I'm going to read the rules of the game. Here's how it's going to work. Slide over. This is your box right here. Pow. Cover number two. Cover number two. Can I read the rules? Thanks. He's mad loud. He's mad loud for no reason. All right. So Always each couple will sit back to back, or stand rather, because we don't have seats up here. And they're going to have a marker and a notepad, which Tribble are giving to them now. Deval and I will ask the women and men questions, respectively, allowing them to answer what their spouse would say. So all y'all married? or about to be married, at least engaged or something. Okay, great, perfect. Each player will write down their answer without consulting with their significant other to see whose partner is best or knows the partner best. Each player will have 15 seconds to answer and the timer will go off when the music stops. All right? Make sense? We got five questions. Let's see, let's see what you Now it's time for the pressure. All right. All right, I'm gonna ask the question to the ladies or both of y'all ladies, y'all can answer, all right? Now, before I ask these questions, there's one rule. Deadass Podcast is a safe space of no judgment. So it takes a lot to come up here and participate in these games. Do not judge these people while you're here. Wait till you go home. No, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Talk about them after the show. and I, enjoy doing this doing this type of show because we want people to feel comfortable speaking about their truth and understanding that everybody's story is different so i don't want you to feel uncomfortable if your truth is something that people aren't normal it is normal to people it's not fair let's normalize be giving grace and being accepting deal, deal. thank you that's why i love y'all <laughs> question number one all right oh you got a question no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. This is for the ladies. This is for the ladies. This is for the ladies. So let's do it this way. Since we have uh, you on this side, so whoever's standing, I guess, towards the right. Will that yes. be here? Yes. Yeah. So go. I'm going Perfect. to ask the ladies. And what's your name, ma'am? Ra. Ra. Now I'm going to ask Ra. So it's ladies and rocks. I'm going to ask you. How go. many times per week would your partner say y'all have sex? All right. Hey. Hands down. Couple number one on the count of three. Show everybody your answer. One, two, three. 
the mic again. Ain't no judgment here. Wait, so, so y'all are getting it in every day? Like for seriously? Like <laughs> she was like, God damn! <laughs> All right. We want to know the secret. Couple number two. Three, two, one. Hit it! Stop, stop, stop. Stop, stop. cut, cut, cut. <laughs> so does that mean zero? I was very clear. <laughs> was I not clear? I wasn't. So no, I said. So I said I was no. We gonna we gonna get this right. I said I was gonna ask the ladies, how many times per week would your partner say you have sex? That's what I said. Uh huh. I never said that. Bro, you're the only one that's. Hey, let's take a vote. Who understood what I said? Y'all have a lot of arguments, don't y'all? Yeah. He's an Aries, like you, Devalcy. Right. Oh, so right. you don't know how to right. get full. Right. Yeah. That's and you like me. It's cool though. It's cool though. I don't know. I don't like to admit full neither. I'm a, I'm a lie and take it to the grave. I heard what I heard. All don't argue with me. All the time. So, so now, both of you are answering, but you're thinking about what your spouse or significant other would answer. Yes. There you go. That's the clarity. That's why I give the directions, but he wants to give the directions, but whatever. Here we are. Here we are. She had ample opportunity to join in. She ain't say nothing. Go ahead. You got it? All right, so we're going to give y'all three more seconds. Because y'all still, you've seen it already? All right, so y'all don't get no points. <laughs> All right, couple number three. Three, two, one. She said five times a day. Y'all be having sex five times a day, bro? A week, a week, a week, a week. Y'all be having, y'all be having five times a week. Yeah, I can say. What you do to get up? I need to know the secret. Do y'all want to know the secret to have sex five times a week? Put me on. Oh, put me on. He said, she said that he cooks for her. Ah. That's easy. I'll put waffles in the toaster every day. I was about to say, yo, it's all right, I man. would love for you to cook for me every day. Let's see how that work that out. All right, all right. Let, let's try that out for a week and see how it works out. Do you want me to cook? Do you? No, you ain't gonna hold Deal? up the end of the bargain. Let's try it for a week. All right, we got this on camera. Everybody got this on camera. We're gonna try it for a Everybody week. Heard this? We'll I'm see. I'm gonna cook every day for a week. The uh -huh. first time my dick ain't wet, I'm pissed. <laughs> pissed. I'm, I'm gonna come in that room. Like, I'm not letting down. That's yeah, every day up? anyway. What's up? That's every day anyway. I don't want to hear shit. That was just I backstage. Oh. I don't hear nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know. On to question number two. <laughs> so we got the rhythm of how things are going now. Everyone's writing something. We're writing big enough so the audience can see. You good, Mr. Aries? Yeah, I'm good. All right, good, good, good. Y'all two over here, okay? So question number two. If you are riding in the car with your spouse and their mom, who would your spouse want to sit in front? <laughs> All right. So Who's sitting in the front? Me and your mom. This is not. This is not even a question. This is not even a question. This is a true story. The minute I got engaged, 
my mother came up to me and said, hey, tell Kadeem she can go in the front. That, the, I'm not lying. Nope. The minute Literally. I got engaged. Literally. Shout out to my mother-in-law. The realist. Your wife always comes first. I'm your mom. I understand that. Tell Kadeem to go in front. So it wasn't even like, I didn't have to worry about it. My mom took a step back, so. Shout out to Karen. Shout we love out, her. Shout out, Karen. <laughs> So All right, couple, couple number two. two. two All right, yes. change it up a bit. Boom. Hey. Me and me. Okay. That's it. Period. That's one point in the middle. Who's keeping the score? Triple, you got score? She keep, <laughs> she's not keeping score too. <laughs> you the person that keeps scoring spades, ain't you? Yes. Us first time, huh? Yeah, overs, no overs. Yeah, I know. Couple number three. Okay, okay. All right, that's, that's the match. Right. Wifey in front. Couple number one. My, oh, mom. So mom now listen. Now listen. Okay. Now listen. No judgment. This is the. This is the. <laughs> this is the. I'm. I'm so glad this happened, right? Because we, as a community of people, tend to do what? Judge people who don't do things like us, right? If they both agree that they mom gonna sit in the front. Period. That's all that matters. You see what I'm saying? So what's your mindset, real quick, about that? Well, my mom sitting in the front. Yeah. When her mom get in the car, I get in the back. And when my mom get in my car, she get in the back. It's just respect for my mom. Uh, yeah. Period. I, Period. All right, I get it. That's a great point because a lot of people don't understand it. They'll look at other people's marriages and be like, I can't believe they did that. Well, you don't got to believe that shit. You ain't in there. <laughs> that's all that I'm that And part. social media make it worse. Social media, people be commenting on other people's marriages, all mad and shit. All the time. Meanwhile, they marriage at home imploding like a motherfucker. <laughs> you know what Imploded. That's Imploded. a good one. Imploding. Not right. exploding. No, not exploding. <laughs> imploding. imploding. All, right. All right. Number three. That's on you, baby. That's on me. Yes. Question number three. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I, I make this public. This is, this is inclusivity. It's important. Right? It's inclusivity. No, no, no. So, ladies and Ra. Because <laughs> I, I can't just say ladies. Because they're both ladies. Stop laughing. This is it's fucking difficult. I'm sorry. I'm trying. You're trying to make it work. Okay. okay. Yes. But this question is directed towards you and the rest of you. Okay? <laughs> you just gonna start tapping on your shoulder. You answer. If your partner mm -hmm. had to give you an A plus for a certain sex position, what would that sex position be? Woo! Yo, listen, man, my wife fine as fuck. <laughs> she don't get dressed like this all the time, either. So. Listen, I had to put like on for y'all, and you know he's getting the benefits of it, so. Yeah, you will get some so. benefits later. <laughs> <laughs> Trust. All right. All right, we start Everybody with couple number answers? three? Yes, on couple number three. Everybody put their answers down, cover it up, no cheating. All right. Couple number three, show your answers in three, two, one. On top! You be holding all that shit up. <laughs> Looks about right. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I love it. I That's love it. That's I love it. I love it. I guess That's he ain't he ain't a nerd no more, sis, is he? Uh -huh. He ain't a nerd no more. That's how you do it. They ain't a That's nerd no more. Put your ass and put your ass on your back. <laughs> That's how you do it. Hey baby, sit down. Let me use some of this gravy. <laughs> yeah. 
Give you some extra stuffing. Mm. I love it. Couple number one. In three, two, one. Reverse cowgirl. Oh. Riding back shots. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Y'all nasty. That's how you got them boys. I know something about that. How many boys got you? Two Big boys. Aries <laughs> niggas is nasty. Yeah. If y'all are looking for the yes. boy recipe clearly, yes. that's what it is. Yes. All right? Yes. I happen to uh, favor that myself. Yes, you do. I sure as hell do. Yeah, last night she was excited. Another story. No. Oh my God, Deval, please. Spare them. <laughs> Couple number two, three, two, one. Bow. Give, Give it. Yes. Y'all like nasty too. Okay now. I heard Triple out here talking about some wild shit. Talking about some. She we sure like the, the pubic hairs be getting away. I'm like, what the fuck going on out there? <laughs> that is why, yeah. I can't. I came out there. No pubic hairs. Oh no, no pubic hairs. No, there's no pubic hairs. Nah, the scissoring is all right yeah, though. No all right, good. Be right. good. All right, number four. If your spouse gave you or your partner gave you a whole pass, what celebrity would they use it for? So let's have it reverse now. So we'll have the hall pass will be given to the gentleman and also Lex. Right? Lexi, yes. Lexi, Lexi. right, okay. Gotcha. So if your spouse gave you a hall pass right. for any celebrity, who would you piss? All right, what we got going on over here? We got the celebrity Everybody crush. Everybody got it? Who's getting that hall pass? Too many. too many, bro. Damn, what the bro. fuck, man? He said Pick it was one. too many pages on the paper. <laughs> I do look at booty, too. I do. I appreciate a fine-ass oh, woman. Hey, I will. Like I said, there's no judgment. If it weren't we for love, I did judge you. You like arguing. He argue all the time, don't he? Oh, that, it's like I'm looking in the mirror. Absolutely. He, he acts like I'm looking high to vow. Absolutely. <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. All right, who's giving answers first? Uh, couple number one. Number one. Turn it. Beyonce. He got Holly Berry. Holly Berry and Beyonce. Okay. Alright, we'll All give right. you. This is writing everybody. Rihanna, Beyonce, Holly Berry. Going down the list. Chloe Bailey. He said Holly Berry, but really <laughs> this one, Beyonce. meaning Beyonce. Alright. That's I how guess. Aries argue. Right? That right there. Right. Were you on the debate team? Because if I was on the debate team too, were you on the debate team? See? Must be an Aries thing. You know how to argue. Exactly. Exactly. See? Can't win. Couple number two. No one give no me one. head. No hall pass, I'll be what you want. I'll fuck okay. with it. I'll fuck with it. I smell a little role play. Okay. Oh. All right. So we ain't hall passing over here. That's too tall. She, she said, I'm going to be whoever you want me to be, baby. I like that. I, I, like can, that. I can rock with that. I, I like can rock that. with that. And that's two times Lexi said she wants some head. So. <laughs> Lexi, focus on it. Listen, said, it's going brought, down tonight. I brought you the dead ass podcast. <laughs> when I get home, you know, I want some ass. How about that? Couple right, number three. Doja Cat. <laughs> I told you I stopped judging. Here y'all judging people. Doja Cat. I said, wait till later. 
nine o'clock, you, nine thirty, you can judge motherfuckers. Okay. Meanwhile, he's like, "Well, learn something new every day." Doja Cat. <laughs> All right. All right. And question number five. Question number five. Last question. So where, where are we at with the score? Who's winning right now? <laughs> she was ready. She Four, three, and two. All right, four, three, two. All right. For the win now. For the win. You remember this last question or you need to take a beat? I remember. I don't, listen, I don't even need cards. Nah, right, your head there. All right. <laughs> this is for both of y'all. Who said I love you first and where did it happen? <laughs> so. All right. We're going to start with couple number two. Let me see your answer in three, two, one. Me. Getting head. <laughs> it's all on the same paper. Y'all trying to preserve trees. Y'all could have flipped the page, but it's all right. Every time I seen the page, it's just a head on it. You worse than me. Because that's how, that's how I be. Finally, somebody worse than Deval when it come to that. All right. And me, car, smoking. They were in the car. What were y'all smoking? Tree. Tree. All right. So they were smoking tree in a car. What was they smoking today? <laughs> they could have been smoking cigarettes. They could have been smoking hookah. It could have been mad stuff. <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> in case we didn't know marijuana. All right. Couple, couple number three. Three, two, one. Bang. He said me in my shot. You said me on the phone. Eh, eh. Wait, let me, wait but y'all both said me. Right. Uh, see how she came at me? I know who likes to argue in this relationship. Oh, she an Aries too. That's why. That's why. That's why. Shout out my Aries. Where's all the Aries out there? Come get yes. your people. Come get your people. Wait, so me and the shack, is that, what does that mean? In the house? My house, my old apartment. Oh, did y'all dub it the shack? Or is that like a, is that a Philly thing? No. No, that's just a you thing. Oh. The shack. All right, shack. It was shacking up. That was before shack. he was married. <laughs> okay. Y'all mamas ain't know y'all was in there being nasty. All right. Well, I guess it looks like we have a winner then based off of uh, the five questions that we asked We got to hear that answer though. Oh, true. Three, two, one. Hit it. Her on the phone. On the phone every Me, day. Every day. I think. Oh, text, I think high school. Really All right, text phone. I guess we found a way to do it. All right. Y'all got that. Give couple one a round of applause. Yes. So check this out. We got a little bit of a surprise. There really is no winner, no loser. The winner. And the losers all get drinks on me. So listen, for the rest of the night, yes. run up a tab. I got y'all. Everybody <laughs> give them a round of applause. Round of applause for everybody on stage. Ooh, hold that thought. We have so much more to say, but not before we get into these ads. We'll be right back, y'all. Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Let me ask you a question. Can you remember how many medicines are in an HIV pill? Well, check this out. If you said two, three, or maybe even four, you're absolutely right. Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines, but you also may be able to stay undetectable with just two medicines in one single pill. Yep. 
There's an HIV pill containing just two medicines that may help you stay undetectable. Why might all this matter for someone on HIV treatment? Well, HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. How many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, don't trip, because your doctor knows. Talk to your doctor about a 2-in-1 HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? I don't know. Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, maybe show up for a friend. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deadass today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deadass. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's power in every purchase, because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one, to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black Founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black Founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Billy! Did y'all enjoy the the, the game? That's one of my favorite parts of the show because I'm like, you know... It's so interesting to see if couples are in sync, what they're thinking about. It's always so funny. So there's a reason why we play this game, guys. And part of the reason why we play this game is to exercise something about relationships, right? Most couples that we've met before who ask this question in, in listener letters or whatever, they always start the question by saying something like, my partner says this or likes this, and other people feel. So you end up tailor-making your relationship on other people's expectations. And what we're trying to show people is that it doesn't matter what 
everybody else feels. If you two are in agreement, that's all that matters. We both will put ourselves in the front seat, but the first couple will put their moms in the front seat. And if everybody's happy, why are we arguing about who should be in the front seat if they're in agreement? So the game is really just to get you guys involved to understand is how you communicate is most important, Absolutely. not what the final solution is, you know? I love that. So who has written into listener letters before? Anybody in the audience? You don't have to say what letter it was because you don't want to be embarrassed, but you have. Okay. Did we ever pick your letter? We have. Ooh. Triple said, say which one it was. How about this season? Who's been listening to the season so far? Do we have a favorite episode yet? Which one? All of them. Thank y'all. Discipline? Okay. A lot of people like that. That was that a good one. one. A lot of people. Selling like Granny's that House. That came on this week. A lot yes. of people in New York like Selling Granny's House. I don't know who got to listen so far, but. Yeah. So listen, we actually decided that we wanted to do a lot more crowd interaction. So we're going to let you guys ask some questions. Yes. Live. So that we can add, answer them live. Because we don't want you guys to think that we just sit up here and script everything. This is about an honest, open space. That's why it's called Dead Ass. So um, now's your opportunity. If you have a question, raise your hand. Where's Tribble? Or right here. Dino? Tribble? All right. Hey. And they're gonna be out in the crowd. Oh, there goes Tribble. I seen his hand was up here. Oh, first. I see. Is that Denora? Yeah, there goes Tribble right there. Same okay. here first. As soon as you get the mic, say your name, sir. Ask your question. Yes. So this is like live listener letters. Yes. And we will do our best to give hey, you two cents. Good evening. Good evening. Wesley. I have a question. What's up, Wesley? Though. Give us your name, Wesley. 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 Nice to meet you. Um, nice to meet you. I'm here. <laughs> Shout out, Rams. Wesley. We just wanted to know Rams. that he was not a part of the game. He just wanted to make sure she did not submit him. <laughs> But do you guys ever have a time when y'all like at each other's throats where y'all don't want to talk or anything? I told you we had an argument before I came out on this fucking stage. <laughs> she didn't even want to let me jump over the couch. But no, nah, yeah. um, yeah. that No, I mean, we definitely, I mean, what couple doesn't? And I feel like if we honestly didn't have those moments, then somebody was not being honest about how they feel, right? There's mm -hmm. not going to be moments where you agree on everything. We don't. But I feel like to Val and I, first and foremost, this is some like best friend shit we got up here. Like, we're best friends. And yeah. I feel like if I cannot be completely honest with him about the way I feel about just anything, then what's the point? I feel like a lot of people nowadays walk around with a facade of who they are, what they expect, um, you know, what they want. And that just makes the things so much more difficult because there's layers that you then have to unpack. And if you're not being completely honest with yourself, first and foremost, how can you even be honest with a spouse or a significant other? So I like that DeVal gives me a safe space to feel like I can express myself, because I think at times we don't necessarily feel like we can express ourselves to our significant other for a, a plethora of reasons. DeVal and I actually want to let you guys in on a little secret that you're hearing here at the show first. She's not pregnant, so don't think that. <laughs> I, I heard people go, no. I wasn't even thinking about that because my mind is so far gone from that. Um, Dakota is the baby of the family, y'all. Sorry to disappoint you, but yes. um, but we are actually writing a book. Yes. yes. We actually wrote a book. Yes. We wrote a book. We're one of the top yeah. three publishers in the country. Yes. So, um, so that we can look forward to at the top of the new year. Um, and in that book, we really try to just dive into how we as Deval and Kadena's individuals and how our upbringings, our families, our parents, everything that kind of molded us into being who we were as individuals then impacted us together in our relationship. Um, so I say that to say in those moments where we're at each other's throats, there's so many things to consider and we have to unpack. It's like, why is Deval in this moment 
acting this way. It can be something from his childhood that has been embedded in him or something that he had to deal with as a trauma that I may not know about that we then have to kind of go deeper to unpack. So we always just try to keep an open line of communication with each other. And if you know, like we said, Deadass Podcast is our form of therapy. We literally talk through a lot of things yeah. with y'all. And it's just an open forum where we feel comfortable sharing because the biggest part about Deadass Podcast is not to preach that we know everything. It's not to give you guys a handbook. We didn't want to have a, a how-to or these are the pillars of how you can have the perfect marriage because that does not exist. But we feel like if you can at least relate, and sometimes it's not even a man-woman thing like, oh, you know, the husbands or the, the males in the relationship relate to Deval or the females or the women relate to me. It's a person to person thing. You know, some men may be like, yo, I feel Kadeen in that moment. Or some women may say, I feel Deval in that moment. We want to be able to just have people feel like, you know what, I can relate to this. This happening within my relationship is not an anomaly. This is something that people go through. And we can't tell you how many people who have wrote, wrote in, probably some of you have written to us, sent DMs, emails about how we have helped to impact positively their relationship. We've helped to save their marriage. We've helped to give them a perspective to think about that they've then felt more comfortable conversing with their spouse about. So just being able to create a space like that for your spouse or for your significant other, I think is probably the utmost important thing. And just being respectful in those interactions. Yeah, I have a question. How long have y'all been together? Nine years. Nine years. So Kadeen and I have been together 20 years. Um, the first five years, no, I'll say the first five years of our marriage, which was ultimately the first 13 years of our relationship, mm -hmm. we did not know how to communicate with each other. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like too often people give up on their relationship when it's early. You know, it's, it's a year in, two years in, three years in, and they're like, I've given this person so much time, and they still don't get me, I give up. But I'm here to tell you, we were 13 years in when it clicked to me how to start being a better husband and then expressing to her what I needed for her to be a better wife. So I say that so that you don't look at your significant other and say, hey, we've been together, for example, nine years and we still argue, yeah. this ain't working. Because that's just part of it. You know, life is long. You know, hopefully everybody here lives to be 70, 80, 90 years old. If you think about that, nine years is only 10% of your life. You know, when you judge your partner based on what they do in 10% of their life, that's unfair. Because we don't judge our parents, our friends like that. So we shouldn't judge our significant others that way. Question number two. Hope that helped you out. Okay. Yes. We got a question over here. I seen a hand up real fast. <clears throat> <laughs> she said, I don't need a mic. <laughs> What's up, Nish? What's up, Nish? How do you guys, when you guys were in your younger years of your relationship, how did you guys not let your friends and your environment impact your relationship when you were like younger? Because I feel like sometimes you bring in your friends telling this or older people's trying to tell you this, and being in a young relationship, it, it gets funny. Oh, yeah, we've definitely been there. I remember DeVal's mom. <laughs> Both our mothers. Bless her heart. When, listen, Love Karen. When y'all read the book, y'all are going to learn a lot about our parents and realize how family be fucking people's relationship. Seriously. Just, and, and when y'all read the book, you're gonna say, damn, Kadeem's mom almost fumbled the bag. She sure as hell almost did. Cause I was almost out this bitch. Like I was like, yo, I was yeah. looking at her some days like, get your moms. Yeah. Get your moms. Shout out to Mimi, they have an amazing yes. relationship now, but let me tell y'all, it, it was yes. not it was always not like that at all. Um, but I remember DeVal's mom uh, one time, I know I was like, I fell asleep 
upstairs in his sister's room, right? I had cramps, wasn't feeling well, and she was working late and everything, so I fell asleep in the sister's room, not feeling well, and Deval came upstairs, and he had, had I think you had practice or something, you yeah, were like really, really tired, so we kind of fell asleep, kind of crossway on the bed, right? Guys, Very I was, unintentional. I was in the NFL this time. I'm right. a grown-ass man. <laughs> Very unintentional. And, and we, we was already asleep. fucking, so it didn't even matter, sis. So we, like, whatever, you know? We fell asleep like this. It was, yeah, it was kind of like a crossway thing. Like, like Yeah, we weren't even like, you know? And I remember her coming and looking in the room, and she saw us. And then she went back downstairs. And then um, Deval went downstairs. And shortly after, he's like, my mom's going to talk to us. <laughs> so I was like, OK, about what? Years old. About what, right? So we go downstairs, and we're in the kitchen. And she's sitting there. And she likes Pepsi, right? So she has a can of Pepsi, and she has a cup of ice. And she, so we sit down, and I was like, yes, ma? Like, wait, wait, see what she's gonna talk about. She pops open a can of soda. Mad dramatic, like she's the godfather. Quiet, quiet. It was on some real godfather type shit. So she pops open a can of soda and she pours it. And then she's looking at the tea. Looking at the fizz go down. It was, and I, it was so dramatic. And I'm looking at Deval and then, just, and then she pours a little bit more. And then she puts a straw in and she's stirring it. And then she looks up at us and she says, so did I miss the wedding? And I was and, like, and I'm an I was like, so what do you me? think I said? What wedding? <laughs> Anybody get married? What's the problem? Like I'm just super combative. Right, which absolutely. Is not good. To so, mother. to keep the long story short, she pretty much was just saying that she was disappointed in the fact that we were in the bed laying together and being a poor example to his sister, who was also in the house, and she's ten years younger than Deval, and you know we had that whole spiel up, and, and you know she pretty much in that conversation encouraged us to be individuals. We needed to con continue to focus on each other, yes, but spend a little bit more time focusing on ourselves because we didn't know who we were. One thing about Deval and I, him being I guess the Aries and me being the Sagittarius, both fire signs, we feel like we know what we know and we know it all, and we ain't trying to hear what nobody else had to say. So when it came down to other people's I guess their input in our relationship or their two cents, we really took it with a grain of salt and kept it pushing. We knew what it was. I didn't even take it with it a grain was. of salt. I didn't give a <laughs> shit. From the time I was 18, no, I'm gonna be honest. From the time I was 18, I knew exactly what I wanted for my life. Everything you, you see happening for us now, I, had, I knew from the time I was young. I remember as early as 1989, I was watching Boys in the Hood. I wasn't supposed to, I was five years old. I was watching the Doughboy say, yo, you want to see a dead body? I was watching the whole movie and I said, damn, Cuba Gooding Jr. was throwing punches in the thing. And I was like, man, I, I want to act. Like, that's what I want to do. I watched Bad Boys a couple of years later. I watched Will Smith run through the street with his shirt open. And that's what I knew I wanted to do. But outside of just knowing that, I always knew I wanted to be a husband. I just knew it. And the reason why I say that is because if you have a vision for yourself of what you want to be, don't let nobody talk you out of it. Can't. Just don't. They can't see your vision. If it was their vision, God would have given it to them. God gave it to you. So since it's mine and I got something I want, and at the time, at the first time we went on a date, Kate was like, what you want to do? Martin was on TV. As y'all can tell, I, I love Martin. I said, I want to do that. I want to have my own sitcom. Mm -hmm. She said to me, so how are we going to do it? That's that the first, first time date. we went on a date. Mm -hmm. The very first time. And that was the first time I told people I wanted to be on TV and nobody laughed at Like, no, nobody was laughing. She was dead serious about how I was going to do it. So I gave her my plan and she was like, all right, I know that's, that's what's up. But I knew that her being there was part of the plan. And guess what, y'all? 
My baby is a working actor. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Books from project to project to project. I cannot wait for y'all to see the catalog of, of stuff that he's been working on that's going to come out the rest of this year and yeah. the top of next year. So I'm excited. Sis, keep that tunnel vision yes. with whoever you're with. Yes. I know it's particularly hard now in social media age, and I think the advantage Deval and I had was at 18 and 19 years old. We didn't have a lot of that influence, at least the digital influence. But we just knew from early on that this is where it was and the decision that we made or mm -hmm. whatever we talked about internally was what was going to happen anyway. And everybody else would just have to deal with it. A question, who here believes in God? Everybody, right? Shout out. Where does God exist? Where does God exist? Inside, right? God is in you, right? So when you're seeking answers for what's going on with you, where should you look? Inside. Inside, right? This is where God exists. My wife's God is here. If I'm seeking answers for how to deal with my wife, I can't look here. I need to look to my God and look to her God and say, how can we figure that out? And that's just how I handle everything. everything. I've gone against my parents. I've gone against her parents. I've gone against friends. I've done everything. She's done the same thing, and we still here. 20 years deep, so. And I love it here. I love it too. I love it here. All right, before you keep going. Let's stop for a quick second. We're going to go pay some bills. We're going to be right back. So hold that thought. Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Let me ask you a question. Can you remember how many medicines are in an HIV pill? Well, check this out. If you said two, three, or maybe even four, you're absolutely right. Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines, but you also may be able to stay undetectable with just two medicines in one single pill. Yep. There's an HIV pill containing just two medicines that may help you stay undetectable. Why might all this matter for someone on HIV treatment? Well, HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. How many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, don't trip, because your doctor knows. Talk to your doctor about a two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. 
You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Another question. Right. More questions? I seen one here. Yes. Where you at, Triple? I seen some in the back. Oh. I seen some in the back, too, right? You had one in the back, Triple? Triple getting her exercise in here, okay? Listen. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. There Hello. we go. Alexis. Hi, Alexis. First, I think it's adorable that you guys continuously say that you are best friends. Thank um, you. But did that level of companionship, was that authentic in the beginning? Or did you have to... Come uh, on. So I think she said, I think was she that said always there, or did we have to continue to, to work, work on, on that on best friend stuff? I feel like Deval and I had a very unusual spark early on. So we, we, we had met in elementary school, actually. And I was eyeing him since like the second, third grade. Stalker. And then, <laughs> second, third grade. Um, ended up seeing him, went to rival high schools. There was always something about him. I think I could just kind of feel his energy. I could feel the charisma. I was always attracted to that with him. Um, and I feel like from jump, we were really, really good friends. And I think that's what saved us a lot of the times when it came to those hard moments. So when Wesley asked about bickering, going back and forth, having yeah. those really tough times, the thing that saved us was the fact that we're freaking best friends. Like, yes. we choose to be here. We wake yes. up every single day choosing to be here to work at this. And it may be slightly unhealthy, but I feel like we have a bit of a codependency on each other. I mean, Absolutely. to this day, he was filming on campus. He's at T Tyler Perry Studios, and he's filming. I'm at home with the kids. And he's gone for a week, and I'm literally counting down the days until he gets back home. And she got sick. Her I face blew up. <laughs> Clearly, my body home. doesn't respond well, even when he's not here. Um, so that's something that I think that we continue to work on, though. Um, we have moments where we're, we're, you know, we're fighting. We have moments where we're not necessarily in love with each other in the moment because, of course, relationships have their ebbs and flows. But I think ultimately the thing that does save us is that friendship and that genuine respect and love that we have for each other. Like, that's never going to go anywhere. I don't think that's ever going to go anywhere. To me, it's, it's this simple. This is what I learned. Like, when we were 18, 19, you're experiencing new things in life because you're both young, right? So you're in college together, y'all go on trips for the first time, you drive down to Virginia the first time. All of that stuff heightens the connection. But as you get older, and you get married, and you have kids, you lose sight of your friend, right? Everything I do now is focused on being a father and a provider. And I, I make a deliberate decision every day to be like, yo, 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 yo. That's your, I'm, your, I'm your husband, you're my wife. Yeah. Don't you're, forget me. He's better me. at that than I am too. Right, right. Yeah. And, and as a, a man, Sometimes we don't want to have to say that to our women, right? Because we feel like we nagging. I want my woman to just be present when I need her. I don't want to have to say it. In the first five years of our marriage, I never wanted to say it because I felt like it wasn't masculine. I felt like I was being soft if I tell my wife, like, I need my woman. Now, no. No, no. I want my woman, which means put the kids to bed by 8.30, go put on some shorts, pop some popcorn, come down here and watch this movie, Let's just hug and cuddle and talk and let me tell you what my dreams are for the next five years. Like, I need my friend like that. You know what I'm saying? 
And a lot of times that leads to dope intimacy. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we talk about our dreams, we get excited about it. Like real talk, we had probably one of the best sex sessions we had last night in a long time. <laughs> Because he's still talking about it, y'all. It was great. It was, you, was doing, you was doing some things. You was doing some you things. I was, like, I was like, oh, you ain't do shit shit. It's it might, it might have been the floor length ponytail last night. I don't know yeah, what it was. She had a ponytail. That shit dropped all the way down to the Did y'all see? Sleeping. I was a little, like a little lasso, okay? Rope his little lasso. Baby. You get me excited. Round two. Ding. <laughs> Is this, is this tight on? Janelle. No, no, no. Janelle, is this tight? Is it secure? We need to know if it's secure. But I've noticed with us, as we conquer dreams and goals together, it brings us closer. It does. And there's nothing like, like seeing something that seems so unattainable and having a partner and being like, yo, let's go get that. And then you actually get that. Like, nobody can take that from you. Like, and that's what's so dope about marriage. Like, I hear so many people complain about marriage is hard, marriage is hard. Marriage is not hard. It's not hard. All you need in a good marriage is two people to work towards serving each other. That's it. If one person's looking to serve and the other person isn't, then it's hard. But if two people are looking to serve, forget it. And I think the thing that excites us talking about dreams and goals and stuff is like, we don't just talk about dreams for like the next five, 10, 20 years. Like, we have dreams and goals for the day. How are we yeah. gonna get through this day? We have mornings where we wake up and we look at each other and we're like, here's a laundry list of things that have to get done for work, right. for personal, for kids, independently. And we tackle that day head on and then we recap at the end of the night and then we plan for the week and then you plan for the month. And when you have somebody just like, my comrade over here, we just, it's, it's us against everything and everybody, even the kids. So Facts. it works out. We be looking at the kids too sometimes. Right. Like, like, you really want to do this? It's two of us. Try me, Carlos. Try me. United Front, because which kid is going to try us the most? And Cass. Cass don't give a Cass. shit about nothing. Cass straight told me. Cass, first of all, he looked just like DeVal, so you can see why he acts that way, right? Yo, Cass, me and Cass going to have a fist fight. And I'm not talking about <laughs> when 15. I'm talking about tomorrow. Cass, y'all heard the story about when I threw the, the iPad in the pool? Cass was looking at his iPad all day. I said, Cass, didn't I tell you to stop looking at the iPad? He said, yes. I said, so you just gonna keep looking at the iPad? Yes. So you not gonna listen to me? Nope. He didn't blink or nothing. So I tried to threaten him and I snatched the iPad, right? And he just did like this. I felt like I was losing. I said, oh, you tough, you tough, follow me. Walked out to the balcony, I said, you see your iPad, right? He, he was looking at me like, I don't care. Once he heard, Grunk. I was like, yes! I said, no, stop crying, take your ass inside. Kay was looking at me, I was like, I almost lost, baby. I couldn't believe it. Guys be giving us a hard and Tyro time. Jackson at the top of the steps like, oh, we don't want none of that work. Tyro be listening. But then he had a sweet way of coming around a week later and be like, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy, can I get a new iPad? <laughs> and who ordered him a new iPad? No. Yes, you, you did. <laughs> Softy. Softy. I did. It is what it is. It's because he looked just like your ass. Next All question. All right, there's more questions out there. Where you at, Trouble? We have some down front. Okay. This mic actually works. Ciao. That's what we want to know. Hi. Hi. 
question. I wanted to know, Kadeem, did you have any type of issues once you started performing like sexual acts with sisters? What's the thing? I was waiting for somebody to ask that Welcome question. All of the questions. I'm like, Mike was clear as day. You know what's funny? I was, I was like, why hasn't nobody asked that yet? Right? So, what's your name, sis? Jamil, nice to meet y'all. So yes, that is a common thing that I apparently hear is an issue with people when it yeah. comes to having someone in the industry or a spouse in the industry with acting. I think the thing that saves me um, is two things, right? Particularly on sisters, shout out to the show. Shout out yeah. to Crystal Hazlett, who plays for Timo. Yeah. Shout out to Crystal. Crystal is probably the most respectful, honest, just pure person that I've met in a very long time. I got a story about that too. Very, very. And I think that's what helps because she's always looking to me first to be like, sis, are you okay with this? And we have that relationship without DeVal involved. And that started very early on. But even if I didn't have that relationship with Crystal, I know what I signed up for, right? My husband's an actor. We know how these, these networks do nowadays. It's not like back in the day where you had these sex scenes that are very kind of just, you know, very modest. They getting it in. Y'all watch some of these power sex scenes? Okay, well he auditioned for power and then he became Omari's stunt double. I was like, you gonna be doing yeah. the sex stunts too? Shit. Well, learn a trick or two in that choreography and bring that shit back home. Um, but I know what I signed up for, and me also being in the industry as well, I think it's easier because we have the understanding of what actually is transpiring. Right. It looks really, really real on camera, but it's probably the most unsexy thing to film a sex scene. Yo, let me tell y'all. Tell them about the process of how things go so they get a little bit more, <laughs> more in-depth. First of Dude. all, there's an intimacy coordinator, right? So the intimacy coordinator. They coordinate the intimacy. This little yes. young little white lady, she comes over, she's like, hey, so we're gonna go over the scenes. She pulls out these little gummies that's supposed to be me and Crystal. And she plays the scene with the gummies. Like little dolls, yeah. Like, like there's nothing sexy about seeing that, right? Then she goes, I wish I had something here. She's like, here. Um, this is going to be the padding. This is not the padding. It's actually two and a half inches thick of padding that goes in between me and goes in between her. And it's cut out inside the thigh so that when they're filming, you can't see it. So there's never any rubbing or touching. But you have to do chemistry scenes before that. So she and I have to kiss before we kiss on camera because if you don't kiss someone first before you get on camera, it looks awkward. Mm -hmm. So she's like, are you comfortable, Crystal? Are you comfortable, Deval? Are we doing tongue or no tongue? Both of us are like, no tongue. Cool. So she's like, all right, go ahead. I'm going to film it so y'all can see it. This is Crystal. <laughs> I'm like, Crystal, you got to like, do this. Like, we're going to get paid to do this. I need this. I got four kids. I'm not trying to have this conversation. That's it. Is that check on clear? Kiss, kiss the man, please. So we there for like a full seven minutes, and I'm like, I can't take this shit no more. Face touch. Okay? Can you talk to us so we can get this money? Because I, 
I can't do this. So she talked to her, she said, Chris, to do what you gotta do is part of the thing, da 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 da. So after she got the approval from Kay that it was okay, she was just like, all right, let's go and do this. But even on top of that, them scenes, it be cold as a motherfucker in there, cause you, you, can't, you can't be in hot because they don't want you sweating on camera. So they drop the temperature. That's automatically not sexy, right? <laughs> then you got the padding, right? Which is automatically not sexy. Then they make you put a sock on and they tie it at the top because they don't want your nuts or your, your stuff if you come erect to touch nobody because that's a lawsuit. So you get no blood flow to your joint, right? So there's nothing sexy about that. Then you got Tyler Perry's big ass. <laughs> Telling you, uh, I pick a leg up, pick a leg up, hold it like that. Can I get a two shot over there? Hold it, Deval. That's not sexy enough, Deval. Hold it higher, Deval. There's nothing sexy about doing a sex scene. But I be getting cussed out on, on Instagram from women who'll be like, you sold out, I can't believe you. You a, a, a man of God and you have a wife and you're doing all these sex scenes. And I just ignore it. But I do understand for people who don't understand the process, it looks like I'm just on TV. They're great just actors, y'all. Sex with somebody. Great actors. But her and Crystal have a great relationship, as y'all know. She's Dakota's godfather, godmother. Excuse me. She got a man. Me and her, I can't tell y'all who it is. Me and her man is cool. He's an actor as well, so he understands the process. So it's no, he's not an actor. All right, y'all. I, I see y'all trying to put this together. Who they piecing the puzzle together? together. How tall is he? <laughs> I, I see how I see how y'all do it. Right, but right. It's, it's, it's really not sexy at all. And so. I mean, not to sound away or anything, but there's something kind of sexy to me about watching him in a sex scene. Dakota. Any, anybody remember that blue light in the shower? That's a good story. Right. So after that, right? I was like, you gotta oh. Set, you gotta set it up though. That yeah, blue light so special came on Wednesday. That blue light special came on a Wednesday, right? And it was before Valentine's Day. We had just moved into our new home a couple of days before that. I moved cross country from California with the boys and Mimi because he was still filming. And this is when the pandemic was still happening. So they were locked yeah. down for about three weeks filming. So I'm home and I'm just like, damn, my husband's not here. It's the new house. I want to celebrate. He's not here. I was expecting him to finish filming on, I think, the day after Valentine's Day. Yeah. So that Wednesday before... The blue light special came on. And I'm watching the two of them in the shower, and I was like, okay, all right. So he was just picking them up and flipping and all sorts of stuff. And if you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube, so pull it up. So I was like, okay, so I'm trying to think of a way to make this new house session that we're about to have a moment, right? So I go on Amazon and I buy me a blue light. <laughs> and a lamp for our room. And at that time, we had no furniture in the room. I got an air bed and a whole situation set up. And it's funny because I have a little Instagram boomerang I made with him sitting in the shadow and with this blue light around him because he surprised me and came home the day before Valentine's Day. So I wasn't even expecting it. Baby. Nine months later, Dakota Marley Ellis was born. Was born November 8th. And Crystal's his godmother. Is that kind of weird that it's from the blue light sex scene? But yeah, that is kind of weird. I guess it kind of makes sense. That is kind of we won't weird. tell him that story, though. <laughs> we'll keep that here. Safe space, right? No judgment? Yeah. No judgment. Okay. <laughs> well, that was a great question. Good question. Another question.
All right, brother. Okay, he brother. said, hey, yeah. Let me see if it works. <laughs> What's Brooklyn up, bro? In Brooklyn, Brooklyn in the house, yes! Baby, welcome You're... to the parties. I'm on the money because they didn't believe me. That's why I'm moving retarded. That's why I'm moving retarded. Baby, welcome to the As two culturally different people, when y'all first moved in together, what do you think the most important thing was for the both of you? Culturally different? Yes, like... You being Jamaican in St. Vincent mm -hmm. and him being American, mm -hmm. what was the most important thing for you guys to understand about the traditions of your household? Ah. I mean, didn't you say it like that? It was, it was no problems. It was problems? No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't no problem, but yo, your pops and his friends used to say stuff <laughs> that I used to, you know. Oh, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. my mans. No, um, I, as I don't know if a lot of you people know, are there a lot of West Indian people in Philadelphia? Okay, my island massive. So there's any Jamaicans a... in here? Any Jamaicans in the house? Where are my fellow yardies? Okay, okay. All right, but but but. There's always been a little bit of a rivalry between Caribbean Americans. I mean, Caribbeans, Americans, and also Africans. Yes, right? we actually did a podcast episode. Anybody listen to Culture Clash? This is a couple yes. seasons back. Yeah. So. I was at her house one day, and her dad and his friends were having a conversation about how lazy American blacks were, right? And me being an 18-year-old American black, I don't think they expected me to be as outspoken and eloquent about my history, because I know history, because my mom made sure I knew history. And I just explained to them, like, you can't talk about a, a culture of people without understanding their history first. For example, you, and his, his ideal was, we came here and we were willing to do jobs that you weren't willing to do. And I said that may be true, but if you understand convict leasing and mass incarceration, you would understand that American blacks had to put their foot down to not do jobs because they weren't being compensated enough. So when other people from other cultures, and not just Caribbean peoples, they did the same thing with Asian Americans and Irish Americans, there were so many different immigrants that they brought over to America during Reconstruction in order to take place of slavery. American blacks were like, I'm not going to then get back into servitude, and what it's called, for people who don't know, it's called debt servitude. So after Reconstruction, they told black Americans, or African Americans at the time, you're free. Pull yourselves up by your bootstraps and make yourself exist in America. You're free now. But then they created a bunch of laws that said that you couldn't work from state to state if you wasn't from that state. Most of these southern blacks tried to go where? Up north. So since they couldn't go back up north, they went back to the slave owners and said, listen, I'll work, but I want for a fair wage. The slave owners then said, fine, you'll work for a, a fair wage, but you don't have housing. So I'm going to front you the housing. You don't have the hoes, the pigs, the tractors. I'm gonna front you all of that, and then we'll settle up at the end of the year. At the end of the year, once those Africans then said, okay, we're all done, I wanna get paid, it was, well, you owe me for housing, food, all of the work, and you remained in debt, and then that debt existed to your who? Children, and your children's children. And those children were the people in the 60s who said, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Then Caribbeans and Africans and Asians start to migrate over here and they're saying, well, I'm willing to do those jobs for, for small wages. So there was a clash there that if you don't understand American history, 
you start to feel like the other person is your enemy. So for me, I was like, you're not my enemy. We have to find a way to work together to fight against the actual enemy, which is the system that was created for none of us to survive or exist. And what I learned through that was that you can have intelligent conversations with people if you're willing to be open and honest in real time. Don't get offended. Don't say, oh, you said something to me that's insensitive. That's one thing I'll say in 2022, people be so quick to get offended. How about we just not be offended and say, well, why did you feel it was okay to say that to me? If you can understand why they felt like it was okay, you can then educate them on why it's not okay. But if you get offended and then try to throw a label of hate on someone, we get nowhere. So when you're talking about different cultures and living with each other, when we got married, there were certain things in her that in her family they wanted for the wedding, certain things in my family. We got through it by having conversations. And her parents educated me on things from the Caribbean culture that I had no idea. Because in the Caribbean culture, they don't teach black American history. The same way in America, I never- I In America, they don't teach I had black never American heard history. At all, you see what I'm saying? How many of us don't know our own history? So many of us. But I had never heard about Marcus Garvey in public school. So we don't know about the struggles of Caribbeans and that come over to America. So all we think as Americans is they're coming to take our jobs. They think they're better than us. Africans think they're better than us. We as a people have to start educating ourselves on world history so we can better communicate and exist like we do now. Our families, my mom, her mom, my dad, her dad, my brothers and sisters, you would think we were all just one big collective family because we do everything together. And it all, it all happened through communication because in the beginning, my mom was like, and in just a little history, my mom was part of the first class that was integrated into white schools. That's why she's so big on teaching me African-American history. So for her to hear that someone said Afri African-Americans are lazy, you can imagine how that struck a chord with her. You see what I'm saying? But conversations get through everything. Never be afraid to say how you feel, but also have empathy for someone who's ignorant to what they don't know. Have empathy, you know what I'm saying? And just learn how to learn each other. Well, well said, baby. Good stuff. Well said. And Javel Loki thinks he's Jamaican too, so that helps. Bullet, bullet, y'all. Yo. <laughs> blew up at Flat, he grew up at Flatbush, so hold he on. thinks he's Jamaican, y'all. He actually is. We're all dual citizenships citizens now. So us and the boys. What are you looking for? Real quick. Hold on, hold us on. and the boys. I got all of them um citizenship to Jamaica. So hold dual on, citizens now. Cause I said if shit hit the fans up here. We out. I will be selling coconuts, okay? And braiding hair so wait, on the corner of the beach. Y'all seen the video I did where Kay had forgot the, um, had we got late and we missed the flight? Oh yeah. So I started getting a lot of text messages from people like, yo, I'm glad you did that to big up your wife, right? I got a DM from guess who? Usain Mo. Oh, boats, yes. I'm not lying, right? I was in the house like, yo! Oh! He was like, what happened? I said, Usain Bolt just DM me, son. Like, it was the greatest. I'm like, yeah. he's the fastest man in the world. Probably outside of Bob Marley, um, he's probably the most famous Jamaican. Yeah, I, I would think say who so. else is Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah, I would who say else? so, most recently, yeah. Shana Sha Sha Paul, so mega sudden. <laughs> but, um, I love my Jamaican people. 
I love my Jamaican people. Yes. Shout out to Jamaican master. We gotta do the citizenship. Yes. yes. All this stuff comes from conversations. I think we got time That's for facts. one more. Yeah. One more question. I think one more. Down front here. Where's the Nora? Oh, Denora has the microphone. Yeah, true. Get the exercise. Yes. Hi guys. Hey. Um, my name is Brianna, and this is more so of a romance business related type question. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for eight years. But at year six, we started a business together. And I just recently learned, or he expressed to me, that the business is overriding the romance. Mm. Um, and I'm guessing that's a good way. So how do you guys flick that switch on and off or just take a pause? He never does, sis. I'm and that's always in business mode. Always in business mode. And that was a big issue for us as well, too. While I'm grateful for DeVal's business acumen and what he's been able to do, particularly with just even our social media presence and how he's built that up, because thank you, thank, thank you for you, to you, we're here because of that. Yep. So I understood that he had a vision, but I also too sometimes just missed my friend. Like I missed my boyfriend, I missed my husband, I missed that. And he had no, he didn't even realize, I think in that time that he was not, turning off so the off switch was very important and there's things that i had to do purposely like sometimes just contacting our manager for example and saying hey denora block these days because devout needs a family day or devout needs to be tuned out or i would have to say to him like babe i'm planning a trip for us to be able to clock out another issue that we have within the business side of things is that our processes are very different and how we are able to arrive at the end of a task or to get things done are completely different yeah. and he used to get on me about me not doing things the way he would have done it. Yeah. And I would always be like, well, can you let me work through my process and get it done this way? Because that's how I work more efficiently. So that took a lot of conversation too. And a lot of con him just saying to himself, you know, or saying to me rather, I'm gonna let you do your thing because you're gonna be efficient, efficient and you're gonna be effective with getting it done, but you just do it differently than me. Um, so those are the two biggest issues that I think we had is not knowing when to turn it off and when to just be husband and wife, when to be partners, when to be friends, and when to be business partners. And then also, too, just learning how our processes were different with getting tasks done. So that was a big issue for us. Also, just not um, relying on the crutch of it's business that has to come first. People find time for what's important to them. So when you have a business, and, and I was so guilty of not being present as a husband. You know, like, my biggest thing was I provide. You got Birkin bags, you got this, you got that. What you going my bag for? I have a Birkin. No, you don't have a Birkin bag. You know? <laughs> and when I said it, what's the bag that you just got? What was the bag you just got? A Fendi bag? I don't know, it was some kind of bag. No, it don't even matter. You know, <laughs> don't got a Birkin, though. I don't remember my, that. My thing, was, my thing was, you get so much stuff from me working, and then when it's time for me to work, you complain. But then I had to realize she's not asking for all of this stuff. I'm getting her the stuff because I'm trying to prove to everybody else that I'm a good husband. When realistically, my wife wants me to prove to her that I'm a good husband by doing the things she's required. You see what I'm saying? So I learned how to be of service to her and not be of service to myself for other people. And, and that comes, you know, that's a lot of ego. You know, I was in my 20s, you know, early 30s, and I, yeah, I'm, let me tell you, man, being a man, being a woman is difficult. I'm not trying to discredit either one, but trying to be self-made in America and coming from nothing, you always feel this pressure of having to provide for someone. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, we, there's no man that can walk around just broke and feel like I'm a catch because I look good. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm a catch because I can fuck. Like, men can't say that. Men, you, you're only loved conditionally, right? Women only love you if you can provide something for them. So there was a lot of pressure, but my issue was I wasn't providing her what she needed. And I thought I was supposed to be providing her what I thought everybody else needed, but that goes back to what we said in the first one. So once I realized that, I realized that I have to make time to always give my wife what she needs. And the crazy part about it is, the more I gave her what she needed, the more she gave me what I need, and I was able to go out and get what we needed. You know what I'm saying? So it, was, it, it just worked hand in hand. That's how it is. You take care of me and I take care of us, right? That's there you how it go. goes. That's what I say all the time. I say, you take care of me and take care of us. For sure. Look, we're running. It's, it's 9.30. But I want to do this exercise that I do for myself in the morning and for my, my wife. We do this together. And I want everyone to participate for our boys. Yeah. I ask that everybody stand up. Oh, that's y'all knees? God damn. I thought it was just me. <laughs> no judgment. We can't judge out there. No, I was relating to them because my, listen, baby. <laughs> Shit. I ask that everyone just close your eyes for a second. All right? I want you to think about your wildest dream. Go somewhere that you never thought you'd go. Make it more money than you ever thought you made. Meet the man or the woman of your dreams, have as many kids as you want. And I want you in this moment to realize that if you can see it, God put that vision in you because it's already happened. All you have to do is claim it. I hope you honest. We don't say goodbye in the Ellis household. We call it the Ellis goodbye because we know we're gonna see you later, right? What we do is we say Ellis goodbye, we go three, two, one, we give you two pats on the chest. And we say peace. Ready? All right, so we're going to give y'all Ellis goodbye on Sidebar, three. Sidebar, before we do, look at the beautiful, y'all are some beautiful I know. Philly, people. Philly, give yourself black a, a round of applause. I love it. Beautiful, beautiful Because y'all was a dope-ass crowd. Look at y'all. So everybody, we're going to do the Ellis goodbye on three. One, two, three. Peace. Hey. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.